What is going on everyone, Afandi here. Welcome to the Z Takeover Podcast. On this podcast, we will be interviewing some of the most successful world leaders in their space as we sit down and discuss topics related to entrepreneurship, marketing and personal development. We are here to empower Generation Z with motivation, knowledge and skills to escape the rat race one interview at a time. Now, before we dive into the episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as the support in this journey means the absolute world to me. With that being said, now let's dive straight into the episode and welcome our guest. What is going on guys? Welcome to the Z Takeover Podcast. We are here to empower Generation Z with motivation, knowledge and skills to escape the rat race one interview at a time. I'm your host, Afandi. Today, we have a very special, special guest. We have a personal brand and Instagram growth expert here with us. Guys, as a closer, coach and consultant, she helps entrepreneurs effortlessly enroll their dream clients into their high ticket packages. Today, we have Olivia Parks here with us. Thank you so much for coming on, Olivia. Hey, yeah, thank you, Fandi. It's great to be here. And yeah, thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) By the way, did I pronounce your your second name right? Yeah, yeah, you pronounced it right, Parks, yeah. All right. (laughs) All right. Um, Number one, I'm super excited to have you on here. I'm actually really fascinated by other people of uh, similar age that found success in the sort of digital marketing and branding space. So for our listeners who may not know who you are, can you tell us more about yourself and sort of how you got into the social media, personal branding and entrepreneurship space as a whole? Yeah, sure. So how I really got into entrepreneurship was, you know, I was sort of at uni, not really knowing like what I was doing, like where I was going. And I started to think about like the future that I wanted to create for myself. And I realized that, you know, I stood, I still study at uni, like I'm still at UCL and doing science degree. I just realized it wasn't going to help me accomplish like the goals and the things I wanted to achieve in my life. Cause you know, like, unfortunately, like, you know, money, money drives the world. That's the world we live in. Right. So yeah. I knew that going on that path, I wasn't going to be able to have like the monetary income and also like the impact on like a societal level. So that's why I started to get into entrepreneurship. And I initially started off sort of in e-commerce and had a go at that for a while. (laughs) And then it didn't, it didn't turn out, you know, I had some battles with Amazon seller central. They kept removing my listing. And then I just eventually decided enough is enough. Let's try something else. But Throughout that, I was building my personal brand. And that is why like a personal brand is mm. so important because no matter if you decide to change niches or you decide to do something else, like it's always going to be there. And it's it's you, you know, like whatever you do, like a company, whether you decide to work for a company or work for yourself, like you're the face of the brand, like you're the face of your brand. And people like having the face of a brand, right? Versus just... yeah you know, just a fancy logo because what do we like? We connect to stories and personality, right? So that's why it's important to grow your personal brand. Like for me, it was scary at first, like, you know, like putting yourself out there and people that you probably know from home and stuff, they're going to be like, why are you doing this? Whatever. But you know, you just have to push through those obstacles and like really do it for yourself because, and then at the end of the day, you're going to actually become more confident and become this like new person. So yeah, that's and then that's how like I started growing my personal brand, and then I started working with Grow with Us, which is um, Instagram branding agency. So I was a partner with them 
for a bit and then that's how I met my current mentor which got me into high ticket closing so yeah that's kind of a brief version of my journey in entrepreneurship (laughs) Uh, definitely agree on that I I think we are like on the same boat in terms of like personal branding I'm sort of trying to figure things out myself in terms of like trying to build this personal brand right you saw I'm starting this podcast as well uh, to connect with other people and also to build this personal brand and can you can you share with us in more detail what your drive or motivation was um, in terms of like getting into entrepreneurship as a whole? Because I mean, you initially was you you are, you are, I mean you're studying in you're studying science in UCL, right? Mm-hmm. So what what made you sort of pivot into entrepreneurship? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I was eighteen, um, my dad actually passed away, so it kind of like woke me up. Like before that point, I was sort of. I was very negative, like I had a very negative outlook on life and, you know, I wasn't being, I wasn't being positive at all. And I was just, you know, so negative to everything, like, woe is me. I'm a victim. I really had a victim mindset. And then Mm -hmm. like my dad passing away, I actually hadn't seen him for two and a half years beforehand. And it was a suicide, unfortunately. And it just woke me up. I just thought, you know, like, stop putting off living, like, stop being so negative. It's actually a gift to be alive. Like, you know, you've got to be grateful for every day because, you know, every day is amazing. Every day has a possibility for you to create something amazing. And so it really woke me up and made me just start thinking about what I'm actually doing, where I'm actually going. And that's what started to drive me into entrepreneurship. Because, yeah, my mum's, like, partner, he is, like, a massive entrepreneur. And he never went to university. He never passed a degree in his life, never passed an exam in his life. And he's a successful entrepreneur. And, you know, just being around that energy as well. And then, obviously, my dad passing away, it really made me, like, reevaluate, you know, the typical nine-to-five get a job and, you know, et cetera. So, yeah, that's really what drove me. I really love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Olivia. Um, I mean, most of the time, uh, I realize that most of the time when people pivot into entrepreneurship, it's always that one pivotal moment that changed their entire life and sort of um, changed their entire perspective on on um, the nine-to-five job and escaping the rat race as a whole, right? Um, you spoke about mentorship. Right? You are currently like um, with a mentor that's teaching you high ticket closing. So could you share us more about how you sort of seek seek out mentors and how you choose the right mentors for 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 what you want to do yeah yeah for sure so I had been like in search of a mentor for quite a while because I I saw like successful people and they were all talking about having mentors right so I was like how do I get myself Mm. a mentor so it was really just a matter of like me being on Instagram and stuff and then when I joined grow with us like one of my friends there like he is so good at like sales and closing and building relationships because it's not you know sales and closing it can get a bad rep about you know being transactional and stuff um but the way he did it it's it's like building a relationship it's showing that you care you know it's like not being attached to the outcome it's helping the person figure out what is right for them whether that's working with you or working with someone else and so you know I really got that from him and I said you know he's called Omar I was like hey Omar like who's who's your mentor I I gotta know (laughs) so he put me in contact with him and then that's really what led me on so 
you know, for me, it wasn't actually like going and seeking out mentors directly, like messaging people that I thought could be a mentor. Um, it was more not closing yourself off to opportunities and how like one initial opportunity you take can actually open a cascade of new opportunities and take you down the path. So it's just like being open to things and actually putting yourself out there and just actually doing things. Because eventually if you're putting out that energy, it will come back to you and you'll find what you're looking for. What I found. So <laughs> uh, I believe that. Um, what's one thing you wish you had known before you started on this entrepreneurship, uh, like entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. Yeah. So I wish that I knew just to not worry if the first thing you do doesn't necessarily work out. I think, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there. And I do agree with this. Like, you know, you've got to pick one thing and, you know, you've got to really focus on that till you find success I think that is true though I think for young entrepreneurs in the beginning I think it's right for them to test a few things and find out what they actually like what they actually have a passion for rather than feeling like that you know they, they did one thing and they feel like they have to keep doing that even if they've discovered they don't even like it so I think you know as a young mm-hmm. entrepreneur don't be afraid to test different things and then once you find that one thing that you really like and it really like gets you going then you put in the laser focus so that's what I would say. Yeah, I really love that. I mean, um, it's true. Yeah, like like you said, um, at one moment you you really want to focus on something that you really like, but at the same time, as a young entrepreneur, right, like when you first you are, when you're first starting out, you don't really know what you want to do, right? I mean, like uh, initially, I believe you started in digital marketing. You, I think you you founded a digital marketing agency, right? Yeah. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. And then I think you sort of pivoted into personal branding and stuff. Yeah. So I really, I mean, I, I really understand where you're coming from because I myself, I'm, I'm still experimenting. I'm still trying to, trying to figure things out, right? Because you can't really, uh, it, it's like picking a job, right? You can't really stick to that one job your entire life. Obviously, you're going you're gonna to have to experiment and see what, you, what your passion is, what your passion lies and what you like and what you don't like. So yeah, uh, at the end of the day, what, I feel like what most young younger entrepreneurs like us have to understand is that it's okay to experiment, right? Even though a lot of people say that you have to focus, but at the same time, you, you still have to experiment and sort of test the water a little bit here and there. And then after that, once you figure something that you actually like and you, you are passionate about, then you can zone in and um, exclusively focus 100% of your effort there, right? Um, yeah, 100% agree so with you. So can, uh, yeah. <laughs> can you share us more on sort of the maybe the top three best resources that have helped you along the way thus far? Yeah. So like obviously books and podcasts, you know, they're a big thing to give you some mm. specific examples. I really like the Mind Valley podcast. Don't know if you know mm. Mind Valley, but Vishen Lakiani is like the founder of that. He's, he's really good. And it's more like mindset because I think, you know, especially as a new entrepreneur and like a young entrepreneur, the big biggest struggles are sort of like mindset and self-confidence and stuff like that and really like being able to create consistency in what you're doing so I read a lot about like mindset and you know stuff like that so the Mind Valley podcast mm. highly recommend that one and also in terms of books I'd say the 12-week year that's a really good book my mentor recommended to me and the illusion of money um that's a really good one who's that by kyle cease i think it is sorry it's just on my bookshelf <laughs> so i'm gonna look at it um yeah and psycho cybernetics and robin sharma i really like his work like the 5am club it's a really good book i'm not getting up at 5am in a minute but i did do it for several months over the summer 
and it really helped me get things done and it's just so nice to actually get up early in the morning when everyone else is asleep and just have that peace and quiet because I think you know things can get hectic can't they so it's nice to take that time for yourself and just have that peace so yeah books and podcasts are my main my main ones what else do I use yeah that's oh and journaling yeah just journaling that's again just mindset and stuff and yeah they're, they're my main tips <laughs> uh, to be completely honest I, none of the books that you mentioned I have ever heard before really? so I'm definitely going to check them out yeah, yeah. Really good. Uh, can you touch more on journaling and, and how journaling can sort of help help someone in terms of um, yeah can you just share share, share more on, on journaling how it has helped you thus far yeah sure so I found that like you know I'd get a lot of um, you know just noise in my head right and you just mm. think about things and overthinking and then you end up like not getting anything done whereas if you actually journal and you just take the time to get your thoughts out on paper there's something about like getting it out on paper versus having it in your head that makes it just seem like not a problem anymore and it just helps you actually think things through and then new things arise and then you're able to just work out the problem even if there was a problem or you know even if it's something good you having a good day and just journaling about it it's very therapeutic and it's almost like meditation but like without the whole meditation so yeah i find it very beneficial and you know even it's just like five ten minutes a day just writing in your journal i, I find that it's really helpful so yeah <laughs> mm. can you touch more on that like in terms of how you go about doing your journaling right uh, is it more like a diary or like a to-do list yeah yeah how do, how do you go about it yeah that? so i'll i'll do it like first thing in the morning like once i've got up and i'll usually start writing down like the first thoughts that come into my head maybe it was like from then maybe i was like having a problem with something the night before and then i'll just touch more on that it depends if there was like an issue in my life at the minute or it's just mm. talking about random things and then I'll start to get once I've like worked through that bit then I'll start to get into what is my plan for the day like what do I want to do for the day I'll always write like a little list the night before of what I want to do the next day and have it planned out in my google calendar and um, but it's good like on the day to just do it again and get clear of where you're wanting to go and which tasks that you're wanting to do and yeah that's kind of how i end it off and then after that i'll you know say some affirmations <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah i really love that yeah yeah i feel like most of the time most of our days can go get quite hectic right and it's really important for us to sort of journal our thoughts and and so that we can go back one day and really uh go through whatever whatever thoughts that we had uh, jotted down right and then sort of reflect on them and and moving forward we can also uh, sort of modify and 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 work work on ourselves because we we, we really know what we we lack on and that's how we uh, continuously improve ourselves and it's really important to generate everything down yeah um like as, in a, as a personal branding expert right as an instagram growth expert as well can you touch more in detail why personal branding is so crucial in business and please share with us um, as well how it has helped you for your business as well as your client's business yeah yeah for sure so you know as i said at the beginning it's so important just because you know like you are the face of your brand and stuff and it's important to have this credibility mm -hmm. that you're building up and it's just an asset that you can use 
you know, for, for anything, if you're changing businesses, if you're starting a new business, if you want to work for someone else, it's always something that you can leverage to get your, to get your foot in the door or to get yourself opportunities. And that's what I found like growing my personal brand is help me get opportunities that I wouldn't have had if I knew, you know, if I had like less followers, unfortunately, like that's sort of the world we live in where followers equal credibility. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely agree with it. Yeah. Mm. And but, yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh I mean like it, to a certain extent, yeah, I I believe that followers sort of give you more credibility, but I feel that it's not the be all be all and all of like uh building a personal brand, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, so it's also about your content and about the impact that you're gonna give and sort of the, the authentic reflection of yourself that you portray on social media. So yeah, touch more on that. Well, you know, like, of, co- of course they can to a certain extent. I mean, you know, as you said, like content and like the personality mm-hmm. you portray, that is everything, right? You know, like if you've got 100K followers, but you're posting, you know, mm-hmm. random stuff and you're not building a relationship with your audience and you're not giving value to them, it really doesn't matter how many followers you have, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's all, it all works together. Um, but, you know, there's so many people trying to make it on Instagram these days and, you know, everyone's posting great content. So it's like, what is going to differentiate you, you know? And then, and, you know, when people land on your page, they almost, they have like a three second, like three to seven seconds where they make a decision, like, are they going to follow you or not? And that depends if they even click on any of your content and stuff. Like it is really important to have good content. Like that is like the main thing. If you're not posting good content, you know, you're not going to keep your followers, are you? They're going to leave. So, so it is, it is really important. It's just, it's just a piece of the puzzle, right? Because, you know, as you keep, let's say everyone's got the same level of content, then the people with more followers are going to gain more traction and then they're going to be able to snowball, mm. if that makes sense. What I meant was sort of, uh, because people usually give an excuse of like not building this personal brand because, oh, I don't have enough followers on Instagram and it's really difficult to build this personal brand. So yeah, I mean, um, I believe you understand how increasingly competitive the online space is today, especially for businesses, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and influencers, right? So could you share with us maybe the first three steps entrepreneurs have to take when it comes to finding more clients for the uh, high ticket offers and like sort of building this personal brand and uh, building your, your following on, on online? Well, first of all, I'd say, you know, like people always, just to touch on like your first point in that sentence, like, you know, people will always say, it's so funny, like people say, I'm not going to bother with my Instagram because I don't have enough followers. Well, it's like, how will you ever get more followers if you don't keep building your Instagram, you know? So it's just like a consistency thing and you've got to keep doing it. Um, but in terms of like helping people grow their page and stuff, like just post valuable content. I know you've probably heard it a million times before, but that is, is really important. And, you know, I think people always think value means education, which, you know, it does to an extent, but if you're posting stuff like mm-hmm. funny stuff, like humorous stuff, like go and look at your favorite influencers and what do you like about what they post? Like, what do you like about what they post on your story on their story? It's probably something funny that they post, right? It's not always, you know, just, some hardcore information about something you like seeing their personality so then start bringing in your personality and what makes you different from other pages and then in terms of finding you know clients and people you want to work with 
DM people like, and, and, you know, Facebook, Facebook message people, get yourself in groups on Facebook and, you know, make friends with the admins and stuff and then reply to all the comments on the posts, like giving value or whatever. And then you can start forming relationships with people in the messenger. So it's not always, you know, thinking about, you know, who am I going to find so I can get a new client in two days. Uh, it's more about like playing the long game like how can I build relationships with people and stuff like that and yeah DMing people especially on Instagram is a big one like if you can be sending like quite a lot of DMs every day like 30 to 50 a day I mean I know it sounds a lot but not everyone's gonna reply are they so (laughs) and that's really gonna help you like build relationships with people and viewing everyone's stories if you view everyone's stories and just send them like a, a quick reply to their story then even if they're not following you, they'll get a different type of notification versus a DM. Um, so then they can actually see your reply versus having to go into there, you know, when it has like the message requests. So it won't have that. Yeah. And yeah, that really helps you just like build more relationships with people. Viewing stories is a really good one and just replying to them. So that's a couple of tips. <laughs> is that helpful? <laughs> Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, like, and at the end of the day, what people have to understand is that on social media, you have to be social, right? Yeah. <laughs> you cannot expect you. You cannot expect to build this following without being without without you like engaging on other people's content or viewing their stories or interacting with them by DMs and stuff like that. And so yeah, uh, can you touch more on like, yeah? Uh, can you perhaps like share with us your top two to three tips on growing on ins- growing an Instagram page, especially now with all the changes in the Instagram algorithm and many different people getting huge drops in engagement, right? Because um, we are currently witnessing Instagram in the midst of undergoing what Facebook went through years ago mm-hmm. as it transforms into more of like a pay-to-win kind of platform. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know what you say is like the pay-to-win platform. It's true. And so, you know, you've got mm. to be thinking about alternative things. Like if you can join engagement groups, so where you're in a group of people where, you know, you all commit to commenting on each other's posts, then that's a great thing to help you keep your engagement high. And that will help build your community as well. Like if you're joining multiple engagement groups with people on a wide variety of niches, you know, that's going to help you build your community as well. And then, as I said before, like sending DMs, that's going to be the most powerful thing. Like sending DMs and replying to stories, that's going to be the most powerful thing to help you build your audience and engagement. Because, you know, let's say you just, you're trying to gain followers just by following people, right? If you just follow them, you know, chances are they're not even going to follow you back. Even if they do follow you back, are they going to engage with your content? Probably not. Whereas if you reply to their story saying something like, you know, that's relevant to the story, like building a relationship or you're sending them DMs, like spreading love and spreading value and stuff, are they going to now comment and like on your posts? Probably if they, if they responded and they liked you. So it's, it's doing stuff like that. That's actually going to build you know, people that are going to keep commenting on your post time and time again, and you're going to do the same for them. And then you build your community where you all support each other. So yeah. And then just being consistent, you know, if you can post on your story every day, that's great. I know myself sometimes I miss a day, so don't beat yourself up too much. Um, but yeah, being consistent, like post three times a week. Um, yeah, just stuff like that. So they're my main tips. So it's all about consistency, right? Yeah. Um, can you touch more on how you go about like joining engagement groups? How do you find one? Yeah, so I mean, the main engagement groups I'm in are like with Grow With Us. Um, 
So mm. we offer engagement groups to our clients and it's basically just all our clients. We, you know, we engage with them, they engage with us and we create groups for them and it really helps them broaden their network. Um, so, you know, you can get in contact with people that run engagement groups or you can just, you could do a longer thing if you wanted to organize it yourself, you can DM people, as I was saying, and then once you've built a couple of relationships, you could ask them all if they would be interested in joining an engagement group. And then you just form one big group of all the people you asked being like, Hey guys, we're doing an engagement group. Let's support each other. So something like that. And, you know, I'm sure if you go around, if you, if you ask people with around like 10 K plus followers or, you know, not even 10 K, but like 5 K or plus, or they just got really good engagement. They've got a lot of comments, ask them like, are you in an engagement group? And if so, like they'll probably be more than happy to let you join or point you in the right direction to find one. Because, yeah, you know, it is kind of clear. It can be clear sometimes like who is in engagement groups and who is not, especially with the big drop in the algorithm. So if you see people with a lot of comments, just send them a DM just being like, hey, just so you got a lot of engagement on your last post. Just wondered if you're an engagement group, I'd love to join or we'd love to hear a bit more about it. Um, let me know if that's okay. And just something as simple as that, you know, if you never ask, you'll never receive, right? So <laughs> I'm definitely going to implement that. Um, speaking of pay to win, right, have you ever implemented any ads to so, sort of like grow your Instagram page? Yeah, I have done some ads, but I haven't done like a full blown ad strategy. Um, I have done some. Yeah. Uh, the main way like I like to grow my account is like loop giveaways, like celebrity giveaways. So I'll do, um, so that's like organic growth as well. Um, I mean, obviously it's paid, but it's like real followers. So mm. yeah. Um, with the Facebook terms of things, like I didn't do that is because like, I didn't have like an offer that I was going to be selling, you know, straight away. And I think it helps if maybe mm. you have, you have a course or you have your own business or something like that. And the sort of people that I wanted maybe in my audience, sort of like young entrepreneurs like you and me versus maybe like when I was doing my marketing agency, that would have been like a different sort of avatar versus, you know, maybe yeah. like a, a community of young entrepreneurs. So it's thinking about that sort of thing. Cause obviously like the, a whole lot goes into making sure ads actually convert. As I'm sure you know. So it's just thinking about which one's going to be the best, most effective use of your money for you so yeah <laughs> can we backtrack a little bit um can you like sort of share with us more on why you move on from your from working on your marketing agency yeah of course i was of course i was really curious actually yeah sure so i was doing my marketing agency and i was you know i was knowing that i was gonna have to go back to uni soon and I wanted to focus on like the skill set of selling and like getting good at sales and closing and I realized that you know to get good at sales and closing you have to practice right <laughs> so you have to get on phone calls you have to like be role-playing with people and stuff like that and I knew that if I was getting on more phone calls and then if I was getting more clients then I was also going to have to fulfill these clients you know obviously make sure that they're getting a great service because that's the whole point mm. you don't have a business if you can't give people a good service right so this is what I was kind of weighing it all up in my head and thinking, you know, how much time do I have in the day? Like, you know, and then also the thing about 
you know, focusing on one thing versus focusing on many things, like the laser focus, it is important once you figure something out. And then like working with my new mentor, I realized that sales and communication and like helping people shift their perception, that was really what I wanted to focus on. Like marketing is great. Like I think, you know, obviously marketing and sales, they go together. And it's, I've learned a lot from that that I can use for everything else now. But, you know, it's a skill set that will never go. Um, so I just thought that I just wanted to focus on that one skill set and I didn't want to do the agency anymore because I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to get the clients the service that they deserved. And I thought it was just better for me to just focus on one thing. Because at the end of the day, like everything starts with sales, right? Like no matter what you have to sell, you have to be able to sell it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you have, right? So yeah, that was just me. And, you know, it can be a sort of scary thing. Oh my God, like I literally started this business and now I'm changing it or I'm, I'm getting rid of it. <laughs> but it's like, sometimes you just have to take, take yourself where the tide is going, you know, and don't close yourself off to the opportunities. So yeah, that's... That, that's what happened <laughs> yeah i really believe that selling is really a crucial skill for anyone if especially if you're an entrepreneur and a, a business owner like even if you're if you're not really doing sales as a, like your main main uh, sort of service uh, even if you're doing marketing or whatever service that you're doing or instagram growth at the end of the day it all boils down to selling because that's how you get clients and and and, and by getting clients that's how you get your cash in right <laughs> for, for you to grow your company even further exactly yeah so <laughs> Speaking of Instagram, right? Are you trying to grow other social media platforms as well, or are you solely focusing on Instagram? Uh, yeah, I think I at the minute it's just mainly Instagram. Um, you know, like LinkedIn is just sort of you know once you get to five hundred connections, it kind of doesn't really it doesn't really matter how many you have in terms of like people yeah. looking at your page and seeing how many connections you have. But obviously, you still want to be building your community. I think the thing is like if you tell people to go and try and grow on every platform at once, it's going to become overwhelming and they're probably not going to get very far. Whereas if like you just focus on one platform until you've really grown there and then go to other platforms, I think that that's going to be more beneficial. I am going to start to grow more on Facebook and LinkedIn over like the next 12 months like six to 12 months and it's just like I find Instagram is like you know Instagram's you know where a lot of people like to hang out and they like to consume content right Mm -hmm. so that was the one that for me was the main one to get started on and then from that you can you know you can divert your followers to other platforms and stuff so yeah, what about yourself? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm personally trying to grow my Instagram as well. It's my main focus right now. Uh, I don't really have a following on any platforms, to be honest. So yeah, but uh, which is why I'm currently focusing on Instagram because I feel like even though it's difficult, it's one of the easier platforms to grow on. Yeah. Right? Compared to Facebook, right, where it's like purely pay to win right now. Mm. You, you literally can't get any reach if you're not paying for any like boosted posts or ads. Right? You can't really grow your following there. So yeah, that, which is why I'm trying to grow my Instagram. Um, so Olivia, right now you're currently studying in university, right? Mm-hmm. You're a third year student in UCL. So can you share with us some advice on how you manage your time and priorities trying to juggle business and growing a personal brand and and uh, schooling and all at the same time yeah 
Yes, it's definitely a work in progress for me, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, but I think it's good to have routines and have, you know, like habits where you do things a certain day. Like I always have like my morning routine and I like to go to the gym in the morning and then that just sets me up for the rest of the day. And I think it's just, you know, setting times where you're going to work on one task and that is what you do. And you just put your phone somewhere else. You turn it off if you need to. And you just focus on that one task. Um, because for me, like entrepreneurship is fun and exciting, right? Like what I'm doing, I love it. So that's what I want to do versus my uni work. But I'm committed to uni and I want to finish it and I want to get it done, right? So it's just about putting systems in place that allow you to succeed. So for me, I like to do like the hardest work in the morning. So I'll get all my uni work done in the morning and then I can get on to the more, the full fun stuff. <laughs> so yeah, it's just about like having a routine and just taking care of your health. Like I know a lot of entrepreneurs, like they'll just work really hard or they'll, you know, you've got to work hard, but you also got to take care of your health. Right. So yeah, I found like going to bed and getting up at the same time every day that really helps me just like keep my energy high and just making sure that you're eating right and you are getting enough sleep because I just I don't know about you but I find if I haven't got the right amount of sleep I'm just I'm, I'm useless <laughs> the next day uh, definitely the gym boot, yeah <laughs> yeah so just prioritize your health prioritize your health and your energy and then you will have the energy to tackle all the tasks and just use a Google, use a Google calendar and plan out your week, like on a Sunday, plan out what you're going to do and commit to it. Have a debrief at the end of every day. If you didn't get some things done, like that's okay. You can just put it into another time of the week, but it's, it's just about doing what you like putting your plan out there and then actually committing to it because I'm sure, I don't know about you. I'm, <laughs> this happens, this has happened to me, you know, where you'll make a plan and then, you know, something will happen and then you'll throw the plan out the window. Has that ever happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just about like being able to commit to the plan, but also being adaptable. Cause I think for myself, I try and shove too many things in the day. Right. So you have to figure out if, if you're yeah. not actually getting everything done, what is the breakdown? Like for me, I know I spend a lot of time cooking, so I'm actually going to start implementing meal prep and that's going to save me a lot of time. So figuring out like what is the breakdown that's not allowing you to get things done. So whether it's meal prep or whether it's like setting an alarm five minutes before you're meant to move tasks, because I know, you know, sometimes if a task is taking me way longer than I thought it would, I'll just keep going and then throw out the rest of the rest of the day. And then you feel like you've not done anything because you only actually did one thing. So yeah, just set an, set an alarm like the night before, set an alarm like five minutes before every task. And then that will just help keep you on schedule. That's what one of my mentors taught me. And that was really helped me out. <laughs> That's really interesting. I feel that most of the time when I set a to-do list, right, uh, I was on the same boat, like, I would take so long to, to, to get each task done. And at the end of the day, I get only half of the things that I wanted to do mm-hmm. done. Right. And then it, it just gets to me. It really frustrates me a lot, of, a lot of times. And yeah, it's really frustrating. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, you really have to prioritize your, your to-do list. You really have to segmentize and systematize everything. Right. Which, which I believe you're doing right now. Um, so last question, Olivia. What does success look like to you? Success is to me, it's, it's about being fulfilled, right? You know, like 
you can have all the money in the world, but you know, there's all those millionaires or billionaires and they're rich, but they're unfulfilled. Right. So it's about having money and also being fulfilled, being able to give back to society, like have an impact and actually help people. Cause at the end of the day, like when you die, no one cares how much money you had in your bank. They just care like how you made them feel. So it's about like being able to form proper connections with people and deep relationships and have an impact and help people some way in their life. So yeah, that's what it looks like to me, like fulfillment through relationships because the quality of your life comes down to the quality of your relationships. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, like a lot of people, most of the time when they start getting into entrepreneurship and business as a whole, right, they really focus too much on the money. But uh, I feel that if your 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 sole drive is to make money, I mean, like at the end of the day, you really need money, right? Because you need to pay for the roof over your yeah. head, and you need to pay for expenses, <laughs> and you want to buy the things that you want to buy, right? But at the end of the day, if that's the sole drive for you to start this entire entrepreneurship and business journey, right? It's not going to sustain you for for that that long of a time. So yeah, you really have to find your your soul your your purpose in life, right? Like, what do you actually want to do with this business or with this venture that you're trying to get into? Yeah. So I really love what you you said right there. Right, we've come to the end of the interview. Do you have anything else you want to add on that I may not have touched on today? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just, you know, like entrepreneurship. Oh, this, yeah. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey. So like find mm. people that are on the same journey with you. You know, like this is a good thing that Instagram, you know, allows you to do. Just find people that maybe in your city or in the same country as you and they're similar age and they're an entrepreneur. Just reach out to them and build a relationship. Because, you know, I found like, you know, I love my friends in my personal life, but they're not necessarily interested in entrepreneurship, right? So I think it's yeah. great for you to be able to build friendships in that space too. And then it really helps you, you know, with like accountability and helping you keep on track with your goals as well because they're on that mission too. And that's something that I recently incorporated with one of my friends. So we have a weekly accountability meeting. So every Sunday we'll have a meeting and we'll like go over how the week went, like what we got done, what we didn't get done, why didn't we get it done and how can we improve next week? And I, I wouldn't be able to do that with one of my other friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's good to just like build your friendships in that way. And the weekly accountability meeting is from the 12 week year. So that book has really helped me with, you know, prioritization and, you know, t time management and stuff. So highly recommend that book as well. Yeah. Love that. I mean, like, I fully agree on how entrepreneurship is really lonely. Like, personally, I feel like it's really lonely because at the moment, I don't really have any friends that's really on the same boat as me. Like at least locally, right, in, in where I live in. So yeah, it's really lonely. But at the end of the day, like it all boils back down to your purpose and your sort of drive on, on what you want to achieve in life with this with, with this venture and like entrepreneurship journey that you want to be on. So yeah, yeah, I really, I really love that. Um, so Olivia, where's the best place that our listeners can find you and keep in touch? Yeah, Instagram is really the best place. So it's Olivia Parks mm. underscore. Yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Feel free to DM me and would love to have a chat with you. <laughs> awesome. Well, Olivia, I just want to say again, thank you so much for coming on today. I'll make sure to link your Instagram profile below so that the listeners can check that out. So looking forward to connecting with you again in the future. Yes, 100%. Thanks for having me and really enjoyed it. Thank you. 
Alright guys, that's the end of the episode. I really, really hope you found it helpful and valuable. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you like it. It will mean the absolute world to me if you can do that. Have a wonderful day ahead. Peace out and see you guys soon.